Bethany Unwin and today I'm going to be sharing some of my top top tips with you for standing out at auditions. So first of all I want to clear up a massive myth in the industry which is when you go to auditions you have to push yourself to the front. You have to acknowledge that everyone around you is competition and you have to try and outshine the performer next to you. Now for me all those things are a massive no-no. I always knew during my training when teachers and other performers came in and said that, that I didn't want to get parts that way. I didn't want to get opportunities by outshining other people, by pushing to the front, by acknowledging that they're competition and separating myself. I didn't want to get parts or jobs or opportunities like that. And the reality is to stand out at auditions, you do not have to do any of those things. The only thing it will do is make other people around you get slightly worried or slightly upset. Um, and it's just not a very kind thing to do. So, you know, by blowing out someone's light, it doesn't make your shine brighter. By pushing to the front, you are just going to show that you are willing to stamp on everyone around you to get where you want to be. And panels are not going to want to work with people like that. You may be a fantastic performer and they might want to hire you for that, but they aren't going to want to work with you. So you need to think about, yes, making yourself seen, yes, being the best performer you can be, but being the best version of you. So I'm going to go through this now and how you can do things to make yourself stand out, but in the right way. So first of all, wear something that will make you stand out. So whenever I'm going to an audition, I always like to dress in something that's maybe slightly bold or dress in something that's really unique or dress in something that is gonna associate them with me. So I might go wearing purple and then they'll be like, oh, where's the girl in the purple? It helps you be remembered and it helps you stand out, especially throughout the course of the day. Try and associate colours or certain looks with yourself. Um, if you go into the first round in purple and then you get changed because you're really sweaty and you get into the next clothing, you then change into red, that's going to really confuse them. They're going to be like, where's the girl in the purple gone? You know, and if they remember you for being amazing in purple, you want to be associated with that, especially in the next round, because they maybe have seen something in you in the first round that they might not get an opportunity to see in the second round, but no, they want you to enter the third round. So try and make sure that whatever you do, you stick to throughout the course of the day and in recalls as well. It really helps if you're wearing the same outfit, um, as long as you've given it a good wash, obviously. Um, but yeah, try and make sure that you are wearing similar outfits so that the panel can associate you with something. It's really hard to look up and notice numbers in a crowded room, but they'll be like, where's the girl in red? Where's the boy in orange? Where's the girl in pink? You know, all those kind of things they're gonna be looking for and they'll associate you with that. So, you know, things like that really do catch people's eye and make them remember you more. You know, when you look up, you see a colour, you're more likely to remember that than a number when you're seeing 600 other numbers. Um, so really do try and associate yourself with a certain piece or a certain outfit and obviously dress to suggest. So yes, bold might be great. You might have a really nice neon top and like mesh over top and then ripped leggings might look great. 
Um, but if you're going, say, seven brides for seven brothers, that might not be the right look. Um, if you're going for fame, absolutely. You know, the neon and the ripped and, you know, the 80s look, fab. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend that for Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Very different casting. So try and make sure that, you know, whatever you're wearing is dressing to suggest. It's not just making yourself stand out. It's got to also be in line with what you're going for. Because if you're automatically dressing as something completely different, they probably won't be able to see you in that show. So try and suggest to them that you are right for the show as well as standing out. The second thing is be polite, be helpful, be kind, and be yourself. It's really refreshing when people are themselves to a panel. It's really a breath of fresh air when someone is authentically them. So if you come in and they've seen like 600 performers in a day and you're the last one of the day, you've got a really short straw, but you wanna be something different that they haven't seen yet. And they've probably heard 13 versions of the song that you might be singing or heard the same script over and over. You need to make sure that you stand out in the right way. So go in and when they ask you how you are, ask them how they are too. They are normal people. They are humans. Be really kind. When you go over to the pianist, introduce yourself. When you're working with other actors, introduce yourself to them before you start a scene. All those kind of things show that you're a lovely person to work with. And we do them in normal everyday life. We would introduce ourselves, we would say hello, we would ask people how they are. So it's just about being the best version of yourself that you can be and not letting nerves suck away from who you are. You need to make sure that you are still being you in spite of the environment, in spite of the nerves, you are still making those connections and being lovely to work with. And that isn't just to the panel and the pianist and members of staff. Be polite to the person who signed you in, to the person you ask where the water fountain is, to the other auditionees, to people who've maybe come to this open call and never auditioned before in their lives. You know, I've been studying audition cues with engineers that just really love this musical or love Disney and they want to go and audition for them and you know change the way that they are currently living their life and that is okay and they're doing it because they love it and they want to be there so if you can reassure them do that I've seen many a performer look down on them and be condescending and patronizing and that does not help them with their nerves it's not polite and it's not kind Yes, the panel may not be looking, but just be a nice person. You know, there's nothing bad that's going to come from being lovely to people. So just make sure that you are being really lovely and supportive of those around you. And I promise you, it will get noticed. Say thank you to people holding the doors. Say thank you to everyone for watching, for listening, for taking the time out of their day. And they really will appreciate that. So just be yourself, but be the best version of yourself possible in that environment. The next thing is come prepared. Anything you need or anything you think you might even need or read the small print of the audition four times over to check you've need you've brought everything that you need with you. So you need your shoot music. Is it cut? Is it placed in the right places? Is it in a folder that's gonna help the pianist or if you put it in a ring binder that's gonna be really hard for them to turn as they're playing? Make sure you've got all those things in there. Any dance shoes that you think you might need, if you've researched the show, and we'll come on to researching in a moment, and you know that there's a big tap number, 
maybe it'd be worth taking your tap shoes to the audition because six rounds later they might ask people to do a tap number because they know you should have researched the show and they will have seen who's taken the initiative you do not want to be that performer who stood there doing the tap audition in bare feet it is not going to look good to the panel it's going to look like you haven't prepared it's going to look like you haven't done your research so while I know the pain of lugging things around London that you just don't need, it's always better to be over-prepared than under-prepared. With scripts, even if you're off book for your character, make sure you take that script with you because panels don't always have copies for themselves. So make sure if you go into that audition room, you read the part, you know it because you don't need your script, you've done the part and they say, actually, you were really great, but we don't think you're quite right for this part. Could you read in for someone else? If you haven't got your script, you're not going to be able to do that. And they're going to be like, we sent you the script. Why haven't you brought it with you? Even if you know the lines, try and be as prepared as you can possibly be. Take everything you need with you. And of course, then take plenty of water. There is not always water fountains at some of these venues. I've been on industrial sites before for auditions and there was not a water fountain within six miles. So make sure that you have got plenty of water with you. Luckily I did because I was there for four hours, but just really make sure you've got enough stuff because there's not always a Tesco on every corner. Also take all the food and drink with you that you're gonna need for the whole day with you. You don't want to be nipping out and coming back to auditions because you might miss your slot and then you might not have time to fit you in. Just because you didn't get your wrap in the morning and you went out to go and get it, that is not the thing you want to miss out on a job because of. So make sure that you are bringing everything you need for the entire day so you can fit it around their schedule. On audition days, it has to be around their schedule. That's the way it is. They've got a short time to cast a show. If you want to be involved, you need to stick to their schedule. So whenever you've got a break, make sure you've got little snacky things that you can eat, you know, maybe a wrap that you can have one later and one now, Um, all those kind of things, but make sure you have everything with you because the chances of you being able to nip out and come back are very, very slim. So make sure you have got everything you might possibly even need with you. If you want to touch up your hair, your makeup, you know, if you've got other outfits, have you got the shoes to go with them? Take everything you need. The next thing is doing your research. Now this is such a big fundamental part of auditioning and loads of us often leave this behind. You should be researching the show. You should be able to tell this panel, the synopsis of the show from the beginning to the end. And that way you're not gonna be in for any surprises and you're gonna be able to help portray the story in the best way. You need to research the panel. Have you auditioned for these people before? Have you seen them on any other panels? Do you know what they like and what they look for in performers? Do they always cast the same people? You need to research the panel and work out what they're going to be looking for. That is really helpful on getting yourself ahead. It's not cheating. That is just being an intelligent performer and researching the job that you're going into. Yeah, so you've got to think about it like you would go to a normal company. You wouldn't turn up at the company for a job interview and not know anything about what they do or who they are. So make sure that you always look at the panel and research them and what credits they've done, what they've done in the past. See if you can relate to anyone. 
And also, if there is a character, you need to make sure you've researched and explored that character. The who, what, why, when, where, and hows of the character. You need to make sure that you've got a really strong character base that you can then take to that audition that's in line with the show, that's in line with what the panel are going to be looking for, and that is really going to make you stand out in the right way. The next thing is punctuality and discipline. Now, these are big things for me. This is something I'm absolutely rooted in and so passionate about. If you are on time to an audition, you are late. You need to make sure you're there plenty early enough. I normally get three trains earlier to an audition. Reason being, if a train breaks down, if there's cattle on the line, if there's an electrical fault, I've still probably got time for it to fix and not miss my tube connections to still get there to walk to the audition venue in plenty of time. So I always get the three trains earlier. Now touch wood, that has never happened before. I've never had to, you know, get the next train or miss a train or anything happen um, that has caused me to be late. However, you know, if I'm there super early, great, I can go get myself a nice McDonald's breakfast, get my head ready, have a nice cup of tea, and get off to my audition in a fantastic mood. So there is literally no downside to being there early. And you've got enough stress of the day. You're going to an audition, you know it's gonna be stressful and intense. The last thing you wanna be worrying about is am I gonna make it there on time? Am I gonna make my connection? Am I gonna be able to find the venue in plenty of time? Am I gonna have a chance to warm up? You do not need all those things niggling in your brain. So make sure that you get there plenty early enough so you don't have to stress or panic. Also, another thing that's just as unreliable as public transport is the congestion queues in London. The tubes, you never know which one you're going to get on. And also audition queues. They are a thing. And unfortunately for open calls, you know, they're getting longer and longer and longer. And I turned up to auditions an hour and a half before the sign-in, before the sign-in, not even the audition starting, and I'm thousands back in the queue. You have to make sure you're there plenty early enough and assess the situation, especially if it's Easter break or summer holidays. Um, You get a lot of people that maybe would have had commitments or professional training or term time, you know, conflictions. that now can come, you know, people that are teaching or working at performing arts colleges, they normally can't come during term time. So automatically when you're on holidays, there's often a lot more people at those kind of auditions. So you you do have to compensate for that and get there extra early so that you're not gonna be the 1,100th cast member seen. Discipline, when you get there, make sure you are not just having a natter in the corner. As much as it's lovely to network with the performers and absolutely do it, do it around the points of the day, do it at the breaks, do it before or while you're warming up, but make sure you are warming up. The panel wanna see you getting there early to look after your body. They don't want you to have to take time out because you aren't looking after yourself and you're busy chatting. You know, it's all about being the most employable you can be. So if you turn up early, make sure you're there and you're disciplined, you're warming up, you're getting everything organized and ready to go for the day. You're in the right headspace. They're really gonna be looking that from you to turn up and essentially start work. So, you know, audition. 
So they're really gonna be looking for the discipline you have within yourself. Make sure that, you know, any breaks during the day, you're keeping yourself warm, you're eating, you're doing those sensible things, you're stretching, you're going over your song lyrics, you're going over your script. All those kind of things come under punctuality and discipline and also the way you look. Now, don't just roll up out of bed you know, and go straight to the audition and be stood in the audition queue, putting your makeup on or gelling your hair or having a face mask on. You laugh, but I've seen it happen. Make sure that, you know, the night before you do, you know, your face mask and then on the morning you've come with your makeup. If you've got a a long train journey or a bus journey or car journey and you're not driving, um, then by all means, utilize that time, do it then. Um, but don't stand in the audition queue and do it because if the panel walks past you on the way in, they're gonna think you're unprepared. Especially if you come into the room and that's the first thing you do, you should be ready to go. So make sure that your punctuality, you're well-groomed, you're ready, you're looking ready for the day ahead. And the very last thing, which I say over and over again, and I will say forever and ever and ever and ever and ever, is perform, perform, perform. Yes, when you're looking for choreography and trying to pick it up, look at the details. Look for any parts where they repeat themselves and they say, we really wanna see this line here, or we really wanna see this head here. We really want you to tell us a story at this part. You know, that is where you need to take on the details. But as far as steps go, yes, they do want to see that you can pick up, but don't panic if it's not completely settling in. If you're still a little bit unsure, don't panic. Because at the end of the day, on a contract, you will have a rehearsal period. You will have time to learn things. They cannot teach you how to perform, how to engage an audience and how to tell a story. They're things that have to come from the performer. They can't teach passion that has to come from you. So yes, try and pick up the choreography and pick it up quickly if you can and try and get all their details nailed. But the main thing that you need to do is engage the audience, engage the panel, make them watch you by being the best version of you you can be. Being the best version of yourself, not trying to outshine anyone else, trying to better yourself. That is how you can stand out. So perform, perform, perform. If your words aren't directly in line with what the text or the script has said, don't panic. I very much doubt the panel are gonna gonna be there scrolling word for word to check you've got each word right. You need to make sure that you're telling the story, you're encaptivating the audience, you're bringing that character to life. In singing, they're gonna wanna see you bringing that character through your song. They're gonna wanna see your acting through song. Don't worry if you can't quite hit the note or you're not quite getting it for some reason, the MD will be able to help you. And in some cases they do, you know, rearrange the music slightly for you. Maybe bring it down a half a key or, you know, half a tone or bring it down a key for you. They will arrange things like that potentially for you. And some will just give you direction and give you extra vocal coaching. So you'll be able to hit those notes in the right way and technically be able to do it. So don't panic, but the one thing they cannot teach you is you being a performer. They can teach you the steps, they can teach you the direction, they can teach you 
the musical direction, they cannot teach performance. They are investing in you as a person. So make sure you bring that refreshing performance that is unique to you into the room. So I hope that was really helpful and a really quick blast of my top tips. Over the coming weeks, we're gonna look at what you should wear for auditions in the different style of rounds as well, acting, singing, dancing. We're gonna look at what you should wear for self-taping. We're gonna look at what you can take with you on the audition day. We're gonna look at what you should prepare prior to the audition day. So all of those kind of things will be covered in a lot more detail. Um, along with many other subjects. So, you know, we will go further in. These were just a really quick blast of my top tips for standing out. So a massive thank you for listening. It would really, really help. And you have all been so amazing at this so far is please leave a review on iTunes and download our episodes, share them, you know, follow us on Spotify. But leaving a review on iTunes is really helping us reach new performers. You are helping more people find the information they need for free. So please keep doing what you're doing. You are all helping so much and I cannot thank you enough. Keep it coming guys. Thank you so much for listening and I'll speak to you again soon. This has been Performer Talks and I've been Bethany Unwin.